Hello, hello. Welcome back to Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley from I Just Got Back from Vacation, which I don't know about you. I feel like a lot of people are taking vacations right now this summer because things were opening up again and it was so nice to just like be out in the world. Um, But now that I'm back, I kind of have that like post vacation blues where you're just like, ugh. It went by so fast and now I'm like back into real life and I'm struggling a little bit. And it it made me start thinking about creativity and like a lot of what I do is very creative and I know a lot of you who listen are in the arts in some way, shape or form, whether you're in acting or or art or fashion or whatever it is you do, there's a lot of creativity involved in what a lot of us do. And being in this like post-vacay blues situation made me really think about like, where does inspiration for creativity come from and how do I approach it? And like a few things came up and I, and I thought that they were really good points to talk about. And I wanted to make this an episode because I think it's really important to talk about this if you are a creative person that you can't wait for inspo and you're not always going to be in the mood to be creative. Um, And it's kind of a hard pill to swallow because if you're doing something in the creative space, that's also your business, there's going to be deadlines. There's going to be marks you have to meet. And I think for a lot of creative people, this idea of perfectionism is underlying because we all want our work to be the best that it can be, whether you're writing a book, writing a song, or creating a podcast. You know, we all have a baseline of what like acceptable is for us, right? And sometimes ideas flow so quickly, so easily. And other times you're just like, my brain is empty, like completely empty. And I don't know what to do because I have to meet this deadline that's in 24 hours or 48 hours or the end of the week or whatever it is. But it's like, how do you find creativity or how do you deal with that when those moments come up? And when I sat down and started thinking about this, I was like, oh, I actually have a system in place that I wasn't really aware that I used. Um, But I wanted to share it with you because after I realized what I was doing, I was like, I think this is helpful. And like I said, I'm not always in a creative space or feeling motivated to be creative. Like I get lazy just like everybody else. Um, Don't for a second think that I'm just like busting things out left and right because there's times where I'm just like yanking my hair out because it's a struggle and things can be a struggle and inspiration and creativity can be a struggle. So there's, there's a few important things. So I want to start with like, if you know you have a deadline coming up, like let's say on Friday, you have your deadline. You can't wait every single day to feel inspired for that creativity if it's not coming, you've got to just sit down and force it. And there's ways to do that. And I think 
ways to help you get into more of that consistent flow state energy of being creative is having a schedule. I think schedules are so important for like giving you a roadmap throughout the day. I'm very much a type A person, but I'm not so type A that I can't go with the flow. But I think a lot of artists get sucked into like a type B personality where they're like only go with the flow and that's going to backfire on you at some point. And so having a schedule is just there to give you structure in saying like every day at 10 a.m. I'm going to sit down for two hours and work on this project. And that's like the schedule, the schedule every day. And it's there to just like help keep you in place and your mind like your body and your mind will start to understand like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. We're going to, we're going to work on this now. You'll adapt to it. It will become a habit and it'll become habitual. The second part of like why schedules are so important is because consistency is important. If you're constantly just like wandering around waiting for inspiration, like think about what that does to your body if you're waiting for inspo and then at like 11 p.m. you're suddenly inspired and then you stay up until three and then you're like having to get up at seven, like sleep and structure for your body and its functions are so important. I think so many of us get in this trap of like, I can, I can manage on like four hours of sleep and it doesn't really matter. It super matters. It super matters because what happens while you're sleeping, your body is repairing itself. It's like getting you set up for the next day so that you have energy, you're in a good mood, your digestive system's in place. Like it's repairing cells, it's generating new tissues. Like it's doing so much for you while you sleep. It's not about just getting rest. It's about everything else that happens while you're sleeping. And if you're just like throwing your sleep schedule around because you're wanting to be inspired whenever you feel inspired, it's going to backfire on you. And so within the schedule realm, giving yourself time to be creative is going to prevent the, like a burnout from not getting rest um, adequately. And instead, as your body adapts to this new schedule, you're going to rephrase and reframe within your body and your mind how creativity comes for you. A lot of it I think has to do with self-talk and how we tell ourselves things happen for us. Like if you're walking around saying, well, creativity just comes to me like whenever, or like I can't sit down and be creative. You're like basically telling yourself if you sit down and try to be creative, it's never going to happen for you. And then when you sit down and try to be creative, it's not going to happen for you because you've created this block system within your mind. But if you're open to the ideas of like, okay, we're going to sit down and like, maybe I only get one idea right now, but one idea is all I need, you know? And then that it slowly starts to shift and you're going to see a difference in your productivity with creativity. When you are inspired though, for me, I get random bouts of inspiration all throughout the day. If I go on a walk while I'm exercising, if I'm in the shower while I'm cooking, um, when I'm driving, I get a ton of ideas. When I'm working on something completely unrelated to another project, like if I'm sitting here doing administrative work, you know, entering things into Excel spreadsheets, 
I might get podcast ideas. Sometimes they just pop into your brain and you don't have control over that. Take advantage of those moments. Some people like to carry around like a little tiny notepad that you can write on. I've never been a big fan of that. It's just like, feels like I'm digging for things. I'll open my notes app on my phone and I have a running list of ideas and I have um, folders in there to keep things really organized. And so I can just jot something down really quickly. If something pops in my head, Um, you can send a voice memo to yourself, um, just record a quick little whatever. That's really helpful, especially if you're like in songwriting. If a melody comes for you, you can just like hum it into your phone quick and it's there and you're good to go. You can send a text message to yourself. The worst thing you can do, and I know this from experience, is let that idea pop into your head while you're driving and you don't write it down. You don't take note of it and you think, I'll remember this later. You won't. I promise you, you will not remember it later. It's happened to me so many times and I get so frustrated at myself and I'm like, oh, I'll remember that. It's gone. It's completely lost. And maybe someday it'll pop back into my mind. I don't know, but those moments suck. And so having systems in place to help you keep hold of the good ideas that you come to, and not every idea is going to be a good idea, but once you start keeping a list of things, you can go back over it and be like, oh, if I add this one to this one, then I have a complete idea. And if we shift this, write it down. Like really getting things on paper in front of you is so important. Have a system that works for you. For me, it's the notes app in my phone um, because my phone's always on me. I'm sure your phone is always on you as well. Um, We live in a day and age where most of us are doing at least some percentage of our work on our phones these days. And so figure out what works for you or maybe like a real life pen and paper is yours. But for me, it's the notes app. So that's how I take advantage of those like bursts of inspiration that literally come out of nowhere. I don't know why they come out of nowhere. I think it's because you're not trying to force it. Um, And then I have it saved for that 10 a.m. time block that I have scheduled to be creative. Now that those ideas popped into my head, I know tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm going to work on them. The system is getting in place. The scheduling, it's like your body. For me, I've like adapted to this way of being creative. Sometimes deadlines shift and things change and goals change or like the scope of work change changes and you have to like adjust to that. And sometimes like you've got to be uh, creative on the fly and sometimes you just got to like pray for the best and see what happens. But the more you do it and the more you force yourself to do it, um, the easier it's going to be for you. And the more, the more comfortable you'll get with forcing yourself to be creative. If I waited for creativity all the time, I would literally never get things done. There's plenty of days where literally my mind is blank and I'm like, I do not know what is happening like i until the last second and sometimes it's like that procrastination to the last second that just like forces you to commit to something and then you come and then when you commit like you've got to commit like that's the other thing with creativity i think because it's so subjective like nobody else knows what's in your head only you know what's in your head and so 
maybe you have this like big grand idea that you want to bring to fruition. That's great and dandy, but maybe you don't have the time for it. So you have to scale back. And in your head, you're like, that perfectionism part that affects so many of us is like, oh my God, this isn't, this doesn't live up to the image in my head. Nobody else is aware of that image. And so if they have no way to scale what's in your brain, what you bring to them as a final product, they will think is like the perfect final product because that's what it was condensed into. They don't know about this like grand scale situation that you had. And that is really helpful uh, to me when I start feeling like it's things aren't good enough or I didn't do a good enough job or it could have been better in this way or I should have done that. Nobody else knows those things that I had in my head and it's not like they go away. You know, like those things can be recycled later into something else. So just because it this one wasn't the exact moment that it got used for doesn't mean that it won't ever be used in some way, shape, or form. It's still there. But it's also with like learning, and I feel like I've really learned this lately, is that is it more important – or it's a question that I ask myself lately, I guess. It's a lesson and uh, a way to keep myself in check where I now ask myself, do I want to put the extra time, effort, stress into something that will make it maybe – 10% better or is it good enough where it's at and I can like go enjoy my night. I can not feel stressed, not feel overwhelmed. I can go to dinner with a friend. I can watch the bachelorette on Monday nights, like whatever it is. Is that like, where do you find the balance? And for me, as I get older, balance has become much more important to me in the way that I spend my time and making sure all of my time doesn't go to working harder on something that nobody else is going to know the difference between. Um, Because I've done that many times where I've like worked for hours and hours and hours on things to make something like literally 2% better. And for what? For my ego? I don't, I don't know. I am now no longer like willing to do those things. Um, And it's not saying like slack off and do a bad job. That's not it. But it's like artists, I think, feel like things are never completely done. Like if you write music, is the song ever done? Did you add enough harmonies? If you are writing a book, are there enough chapters? Did you explain things enough? If you're creating a podcast, did you make it long enough? Are you resonating with the audience enough? There's so many things that you can keep going down a rabbit hole being like, I don't know if I did enough. I don't know if I did enough you did enough. Like you did. If you have like a complete story, a complete piece of art, a compl- you've done enough. Like you have done enough and the perfectionism is holding you back from like really living your life and knowing how to use your creativity. If I'm in a situation where I have to meet a deadline very quickly and no ideas are coming to me. I usually do a few different things. I will immediately put away all of my distractions, my phone, my computer, um, or I'll put everything on do not disturb. That's my favorite 
life hack is to make yourself unavailable to people. If you need to sit down and really focus on something, close the door, put on headphones, do not disturb. You're cut off from the world for a minute so you can focus. Um, That's number one. Number two, I'll usually set a timer for 15 minutes or so. Um, And in those 15 minutes, I brainstorm. And all I'm looking for in that moment is one idea, one usable, feasible idea that I can go off of and create a complete episode out of a a complete picture, a complete whatever I'm doing, right? I need one idea that I can expand upon. And without the distractions, without the noise, and with a condensed amount of time, it is very easy to get an idea. It's very easy to actually end up with many ideas. You have to be efficient with your time. And I feel like I've gotten really good at that. When I wake up earlier in the morning, if I get up at six or six 30, I get probably 80% of my day done by 10 30 AM. Um, there's something about shifting my morning to a little bit earlier that I accomplish so much more. And It leaves me with the afternoons usually free to catch up on anything, do emails, um, edit, things like that, or to sit down and be creative, like to sit down and have time where it's like, I don't have anything else to do right now that's pressing. Let me sit down and see like what ideas come. And because of that, um, I've gotten really efficient at using like time blocking. So like these 15 minutes have been really a game changer for me in how I approach work and creativity and all of that. And so I highly recommend either putting away the distractions, doing a brainstorming session or setting a timer for 10, 15 minutes, whatever, and like doing nothing else, but focusing on whatever you have to be creative about. Like I said, if I waited for creativity, I would literally never accomplish anything. This podcast wouldn't exist. Like I wouldn't have done so many things that I've done because I have to force myself to be creative. And sometimes like I've had not every episode or not every thing that I've done has come from a moment of me being like, you're going to sit down right now and be creative. Many of them have come from just like a random bout of inspiration. Um, But there are some here and there where it's like, I have to force this. And Again, nobody knows what else is in my brain except for me. And so when I start getting overwhelmed of like, did I do a good enough job on this or could I have done better on that? Like, yes, I'm always looking for growth and, uh, and to improve, but you also have to take a step back and look at like everything that you've already accomplished. And it's a lot. Like I guarantee if you sit down and take a second and be like, what have I accomplished? Like creatively you're going to be impressed with yourself. I call it a bird's eye view. I try to, as often as I can remember, at least try to take a bird's eye view of my life. And I just kind of like zoom out and I'm like, where am I? What have I been doing? Let's look at this year, the past six months. And when I do that, I'm like, oh my God, I've done a, a lot more than I thought I have. Like I've really done a lot of things. And so take a second, zoom out and look at your life from like a broad perspective. And I guarantee 
you will be like, oh, I've been way more creative than I thought I've had than I thought I have been. I've been way more productive than I thought I have been. I've been like whatever it is, it you're it's gonna be more than you think because when you're in it, like when I'm in life right now, like in my day to day, I'm not seeing that. I'm just like day after day after day after day doing work, doing work, doing work. And sometimes it feels like for what? But when you really zoom out, you're like, oh, that's why, because of all of this. And then it starts to make sense. And that's why I say like consistency and the scheduling is so important because without being consistent, when you do zoom out, you're going to be like, well, I was really productive for a week over here or like maybe a few days over there. If you're zooming out and not seeing like as much as you want, that's amazing because that just gave you info as to how you need to change the systems that you have in place. I think scheduling is like number one of everything. And number two are morning routines. And I talk about this semi-frequently. I like to ask people what their morning routines are because I find them just really interesting. And and I think it tells you a lot about a person, how they start their day and what's important to them and what they find works for them. The biggest thing that I want to emphasize about a morning routine is that they have to be beneficial for you. I see so many people sharing morning routines that are like 29 things long. And like, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I journal and I do breath work and then I meditate and then I make coffee and I go sit outside and I go for a walk and then I exercise and then I do uh, like an ice roll on my face. Stop. Like that's, that's overwhelming to me. That's like a to-do list of morning routine things that you think you should be doing that are going to help you. A morning routine can be one thing. It can be two things. It just has to be something that's actually benefiting you, that you're excited about, not another to-do list that you're doing because you think it's going to help, but really it's adding more stress. That's like not the way to go about a morning routine. Mine is very simple right now. I wake up, I do 10 minutes of meditation, I journal for five to 10 minutes, and I make some coffee. That is it. Any more than that, I start to feel overwhelmed. I guess if you want to add after the co- after I make coffee, I sit down and make my to-do list for the day. So really that's that's where I'm at with a morning routine right now. It centers me. I have a second to like drink coffee and enjoy it and not feel like rushed. And then I plan out my day and I know exactly what's happening and then I'm good to go. That's it. That makes me feel good. It doesn't add stress to my day. The last thing I want is to be stressed in the morning. And if you're stressed first thing, you can guarantee that you're not going to have creative moments throughout the day because it's just, it's not setting yourself up for success. So to wrap this up, I want you to not feel guilty if you don't feel creative every second. If you're having a hard time finding creativity or if you feel like you're just having like random bursts of it and you don't know what to do with it, implement a schedule for yourself. Get in the habit of every day at 10 a.m. you sit down and you know for the next hour you're working on X project. Train yourself. Get into habits that are setting you up for success, especially when it comes to creativity because sometimes you've got to force it. You've got to force it. 
And if you've got to force it, you need systems in place to help you with it. Time blocking, putting away distractions, brainstorming, and a simple morning routine, I swear to you, will help. It's the consistency above all else. When I'm not consistent, I don't have good results like creatively. I feel so scattered. But when I am consistent, things just like flow and it's easy and it's easy. Sometimes it's difficult, but it's way easier because I have that system in place than hoping for the best. So really take a bird's eye view of your life the past six months to a year and see what needs adjusting. See what you can keep doing that is working for you and see what could maybe be improved upon. And if you feel like you need help with this, send me a DM. I'm happy to help um, and put something in place for you that will work for you. Um, Again, everything that works for me might not completely work for you, but I'm sharing what has worked for me and ideas that could maybe spark something else in you. We're all individual. We all have bio-individuality. And like, it's really important to remember that when you hear all these morning routines people are sharing, don't get in the comparison game of like what's working for her isn't working for me and I don't know why. And it's because we're different. So if you need help figuring out what works for you, just send me a DM and I'm happy to like help you look over your morning. Okay, that is all for this week. I will see you guys next Tuesday.